Welcome back to Dance Plane in the podcast where every week I'll sit down with my favourite people in the fashion world, ask them how they got started in the industry, what they're loving at the moment, and what the worst outfit or trend they've been part of is. As always, you can follow us on every social media at Dance Playing Pod. Give us some feedback, what you liked, what you hated, and who you'd like to see on the pod. So for this episode, we are joined by Poundland Bandit. He is one of Instagram's most notorious shitbags. What people might not know about Dan, aka Mr. Bandit, is his huge passion for clobber. We explore everything from the graph scene, five-finger discounts, and how not to end up as a starter pack meme on his page. The pod got rowdy the longer it went on and the more beer was consumed, so head over to the Patreon, uh, hear some gems about what not to wear when graphing and what the best turn out to fighting is, as well as usual audience questions and Dan's recommendations of where you should take your bird. Enjoy. So a little pause for it to swallow. <laughs> so how are we referring to this young man? He said Dan. Just Dan Bandit if you want. Dan yeah, Bandit? Yeah, it's fine. That's why I put on all my posts when I get sent stuff. They, they're fine with it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Feels weird seeing you in this kind of club, but it's cool as fuck. This shirt's Mate, this is how you dress, but when I go out to proper pubs and that, I'm, I'm going to get all my stuff fucked up, so I don't bother all my graphing or fucking on the rock. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? graphic designer. I wear glasses as well. I take the hat off, got glasses on. No one says, fuck all. Mm. But I can't run in these, that's the only thing. <laughs> so sometimes I have a pair of fucking Reeboks in the ah. bag in case it gets tasty on the high street, and I've got fucking... <laughs> not done that in a while, though. I won't, I won't say any of that on the podcast. Okay, that, I think is, that's... Is we rolling? Yeah. So no. you got all that? <laughs> right. This is a sting. This is a sting. Fucking knew you So how did you two actually meet each other then? How did we meet? So, funny enough, we used to chat about clothes years ago. It's when yeah. I lived with Shaq. I remember I'd just probably, come probably back. about four years ago now. Really. I think so, yeah. One of us replied to something, and then we just kind of had a, a mutual respect for clothes. And then the one that we chatted loads on was... I think it was the gold Dunhill lighter. Yeah. You had a, you had a beautiful gold Dunhill lighter yeah. that they gifted you. And it was a proper old school one. And I was, my granddad had the same one. And I was like, I fucking want one of them. Dunhill roller gas. We started talking about that. I think, I think that's yeah. when it rolled off. And then it was all about the suits and the shirts and then the mod stuff. And then it went into whatever else. Yeah. yeah. Was, yeah. Didn't you say that you can't find that Dunhill lighter anymore? No, I have <laughs> it. look at me. <laughs> Put that clipper away then. <laughs> You've yeah. always had a, a big interest in clothes. You're a very sharp dresser. And the first time we actually met it made me giggle because we planned to go for a pint for ages. Yeah. And eventually we went, let's go to Blue Puss in, in Soho. Uh, got to maybe two minutes before I was planning to meet you. Yeah. And I think you'd be like, hold on, I don't actually know what you look like. <laughs> yeah. I, what am I looking for? And I remember when I turned up, you were in an aqua scoot and bucket hat with matching scarf. You're in a Stone Island jacket. Can't remember what shoes oh, you were. No, it was a CP. It was a Millie Miglia goggle jacket. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was yes. a na- navy blue Millie Miglia goggle jacket. And, um, Beautiful. I think I was wearing tan kickers, but like yes. the the, the, uh, the ones that looked like Red Wings. Yeah. With the trade on them. I think I was wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, I still remember I was in that. I was in a Pigal jacket. Pigal? Pigal? Pigal. 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 Pigal jacket. And... Pigal, rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? Pigal? Pigal. I would say Pigal. Pigal. Yeah. Is Pigal. it French? Yeah. Well, it's the neighbourhood in Paris. Is it? Nice. Matt dropping knowledge bombs. Yeah, so I was wearing that jacket and I remember feeling heavily underdressed. Like I didn't quite know what to expect and then straight away. He says in like a 900 pound coat. I think it was as well. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you know what though? At least he actually bought that one. It's not that one one that he got sent for free. Mate, I was... Hold on, hold on. I need to get some one quick photo. (laughs) Quick revolution. (laughs) Oh, he's folded. So, so where we currently are, we are in a hotel room, we've got a big open window, and it was where the, the Palace um, Calvin Klein billboard was up, and there was just a big... <laughs> a big Lucian Clark. A foot Lucian Clark on the floor. <laughs> L- literally a visual representation of a fucking inflated ego. <laughs> it's quite funny in real life, aren't you? Well done. <laughs> Give me that. So, right, how did you get into Clobber to start off with? Uh, through my old man, through my dad. And how does he dress? He he dresses sort of like this. He he grew up he grew up in the, like the early eighties, so his stuff was a mix of what was left over from the mods, and a mixture between that and the skins, and then the casuals that had started coming in. So it was a weird mix of like he'd have he'd have a donkey jacket on one day with the Lee cords and boots, or then he'd have uh, Adidas handball indoor specials or gazelles or sambas or stuff like that. He, um, the first thing he bought with his wage, because he moved down here to be, he did a, like maintenance at the uh, Mayfair Hotel when he was, he left the army, and I think he was 21. And he come down here, did maintenance at the Mayfair, and the um, first thing he bought with his wage was a beautiful Burberry Harrington jacket. 
Has he still got it? He's still got the jacket now. It's got metal clasps on the wrists. Wow. Uh, around the side as well. It's silk inside with the uh, Burberry, the house check pattern. Yeah. It's beautiful jacket. Why beautiful jacket. did you start thinking like, I dress as well? Because you know, so so long when you're a kid, you're like, fuck, I don't want to be anything like my parents. No, I think it was. It was, when I was growing up on my estate, everyone was into like the Averexes and this, this was the era of like, the end of Garage and the start of Grime. So it was Averexes, like the no fear, the streets is watching caps and... Pelly uh, Pelly. Yeah, Pelly Pelly and like uh, Academics A9 and Scarface T-shirts and Lock 29 and like, because that had taken over Iceberg, it was like the more affordable, cheaper Iceberg, Lock 29. It was all the airbrush stuff with um, like fucking Yosemite Sam. Yeah, yeah. And it was like Air Max 90 BWs and stuff like that. And I... it weren't really me. Like I had, I had pairs of Air Maxes and I had an Air Max trackie and I, I had plenty of shoes because my dad as well got me into trainers as well. We always had, we always had like a pair of like, like fresh Reeboks on or fresh Nikes or stuff like that. We we did, we weren't that like that jelly shoe family, you know. What I mean? <laughs> we, we weren't, we weren't. Them. You got into that a little life. Yeah, oh, mate. Nah, we we we, we had. I had my mum still got a pair of my first my first of her shoes when I was old enough to wear shoes. Yeah, stop wearing the soft baby ones. Pair of Dot Martin ten hole boots. No way. Yeah, pair of Dot Martin ten hole boots. She still got them. Still got them in the cupboard with all the baby photos. But yeah, I got I got it from my dad because he's he's never dressed badly. He's he's never dressed badly. He's, he's still on top of the game now. He's yeah. making a fucking killing off vintage. That that. Vintage. Oh no way! He's making a fucking killing. He's got loads of collectible Adidas stuff and Air Max ninety fives. He, he's got ninety fives from fucking nineteen ninety seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's he's got all original trainers that he bought from. Um, where was it? You would have had the old Foot Locker on Oxford Street, Cobra Shoe, Cobra Sports, which oh, old, yeah. old old school heads will know Cobra. Yeah. Yeah, places like that and like little boutiques and that. He's always, he's always had a game. Me and my brother for his birthday six days before mine, we got in the Timberland Bathing Ape deck shoes. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's still not fucking worn them yet. He loves deck shoes. He's got about eight pairs of Timberland ones and he, he loves Rockport and Sperry's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He loves all that stuff. Did you ever go into that Averex wearing thing or was you like totally out Averex stuff was for the older lot because Averex the smallest size you could get was a medium and that was a fucking double XL if you were five foot five at the time <laughs> and I was short than five foot five at the time so it was yeah it was all the kids I knew who had Averex had got it off their big brothers they yeah they the big brothers Averex and they looked fucking ridiculous in them but that was the style it was baggy it was, it was still like a garage sort of 90s hip hop East Coast days as well, where they got a lot from them, so like Timberlands and stuff like that. And like New Era was that that just become a sort of thing from like I think New Era came around from like when people started listening to like G Unit and Fifty Seven. <laughs> Honestly, because the first time I saw New Eras was either in like Wiley and Kano videos, yeah, or like early like 2002, 2003 MTV bass, like wow. G Unit and, yeah. and stuff like that. And it was seen New Eras and like the uh, the Hardwood Classics which is like a grail now if you collect that stuff. It's like the all denim, and it's got leather patches of every team all over it. Oh. And that, that's like a fucking grail. And same as the, uh, the old school Dizzy Rascal and the green and white Boston Celtics yes. as well. But um, What were you listening to growing up? Uh, a weird mix of music, a very weird mix of music, because my dad's, my dad's stuff is 80s. I, yeah. I love the 80s stuff. What's your favourite? Pet Shop Boys, isn't it? Pet Shop Boys, yeah. New Order, Depeche Mode. And my mum was more like... She, she used to play like a lot of No Doubt in the house and nice. Natalie in Bruglia. Yeah. Like, I'll say this now, if anyone pretends like they don't know all the lyrics to Torn, you can fuck off. What's that song? How's it go? Don't even try it. <laughs> don't even try it. You know I'm all out of faith and this is how I feel. <laughs> you dirty bastard. You know, what were you up to as a kid? Um, it was a mix of things really. Like I grew, I grew up going around with my mates playing football and on the estate and just being like general little shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like fucking Dennis the Menace, like smashing windows and nicking bikes and just, just being silly. And then how many Asbos he got? None, surprisingly, because only idiots get fucking caught. <laughs> and then only idiots again talk to the fucking police when they get caught. No comment, no comment, no comment forever. Already, already, it's going on a podcast and confessed everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So who are you That's with right, at the time? If they're, if they're looking for that Diamondback BMX from two thousand one, <laughs> it's at the bottom of the fucking Thames. Go find it. <laughs> Shitbag. But um, yeah, I was doing that, and then when I was starting secondary school, because it was around Central, it was in Waterloo ways, around Waterloo ways. That's when I got into graffiti because I get the training every day. Yeah. See, see the tracks and everything, and it always fascinated me. So I went to the library in school, took a few books out that was like spray can art, um, subway art, Martha Cooper, and Henry Shelfon, and um, 
uh, what was the other one? Stay High 149's book as well. And I, I just I just used to like trace the letters in the books and the sketches and then I started doing it myself. Come yeah. up with a tag, watched all the fucking videos I could. Because back in the day, YouTube wasn't really as big as it was now. It was yeah. Right so it was really, you had to know someone who did graffiti, you had the DVDs for you to watch. You had to, you had to find someone whose brother did it or something who had Star Wars on like a ripped VHS cassette or something, you know what I mean? And, and what were you wearing while you were doing it? Grey tracky bottoms. Uh, From? Polo rugby, top, just plain ones, like you just get slashed. Like market. Ones. Yeah. yeah, just slash, No, never market. Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, 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 ever fucking. Peter sketch. Never fucking market. Never market. No, it was like Slazenger ones or like, funny enough, YSL, you might remember this. YSL back in Usually the day. Usually Stockton Sports, Sports Direct. Direct. I remember. So I got I, YSL jacket. YSL polos. The proper the ones now with the, with the spell out they yep. cost fucking 130 quid on Depop. They used to be six quid. Yeah, I remember. He's and my dad, and my dad took me in there before Christmas and bought me fucking loads of it. And I was like, oh, this is shit. It's like shit for our Lauren because I had no idea what yeah. the run was. And now I'm like, fuck, I shouldn't have. Started. I don't know what happened to it. It must have all got thrown away because I got too fucking fat for it or <laughs> whatever else. But yeah, it was it was just grey trackies, Reebok workouts, or Air Max 90s and YSL. That's it. Mm. You know that the polos. Is there like an influence from obviously graffiti is New York, yeah? Yeah. Like, is there like a link between that sort of like polo style? Oh yeah. Like low lives into hundred percent. Yeah. You you before before Arcturix, before people started sticking their tongue up their arsehole, people were wearing like North Faces and Helly Hansons and Berg Berghaus was a big one back in the day. Another body Berghaus. <laughs> a lot of that look came from like the Helly Hansons and Berghaus came from like people like Smith and Wesson, Black Moon, Big L. Stuff like that. What piece of clothing or I would choose have you felt the most graphing? Probably the, there's been two. I had a really, really lovely light beige 2004 Stone Island oh. puffer jacket. And you went graphing in it? I didn't meet, I didn't go out graphing in it. Yeah. I went to the pub and someone had a pen on them in the bogs while, you know, I'm having a piss and someone's like, I was like, you know, let me get a tag. So I, I go to get a reach and I pull the cat back. And as soon as I pull the cat back, I feel him grabbing my wrist going, no, no, no. And it's just fucking spattered. Oh. And the ink, he made the ink himself as well. It was a homebrew. Impossible to clean off. <laughs> and it's gone. It's not just two or three black dots. It's gone fucking everywhere. Yeah. So I've had, I was sat in the pub with everyone fucking fuming the whole night. Because that's what that's the one thing I, I hate more than anything is like, I can't, if, if I go out, I, I don't get people who don't iron their clothes. Yeah. That thing, that just fucking aggravates me. That's one thing. No, if if you're good, no, this was new. This no, came yeah, yesterday. That, that's new, and it's a t-shirt yeah. as well. But I'm saying these people who pay like they're going out in like a 300 pound neighbourhood shirt, for example, or fucking Supreme or whatever, and they come out looking like a bag of shit. Iron your stuff. Well, it's like what you're wearing today. So you're in docks. You're in jeans. You're in like a very well. I'd say it's almost pressed, like a pressed t-shirt. Oh no, I love ironing. I lo it's the most calming, relaxing thing for me. Yeah. I love ironing. I love ironing. It's ironing. like a, a button-down Lacoste Oxford. Sharp as out. Thank you. Dapper bastard. Thank you. So I always obviously see you. I've seen you like a casual lot, but then I've never seen this kind of side of you, I guess. Yeah, I thought, you know, if I'm going to come on here and shit on what everyone else wears, I might as well dress nice for it. I'm the best dressed here. Out of, out of everyone at the table. I mean, you're the only one who made an effort, though, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking try, Yeah, man. see? Yeah, see? No one makes short, an effort short, for old Dan. Shoreditch. No one makes an effort for old Dan. Goes to Shoreditch, gets dressed up for a night yeah. out of Shoreditch. Yeah. Gets dressed up for a night out, and then you don't make an effort, and then you want to go to bed by 8 o'clock. Were you my fucking ex-girlfriend? <laughs> Slags, all of you. <laughs> Graffiti. Like, some people... Um, what was the attraction to it? Like, yeah, yeah. Some, people, some people don't get it. I genuinely can't tell you what the attraction was to it that I had. It was seeing seeing all this stuff that I knew was was illegal, but it was something that wasn't it wasn't immoral. I don't yeah. think graffiti is immoral. You know what I mean? I might have done a few bad things here and there, but graffiti to me is is it it, it is immoral. I'm not going to be one of them wankers who goes, oh, it's art. You know what? I love fucking vandalising things. I love I love vandalising things. Street artists can fuck off. I don't care. All, all that stuff. More power to you if you're making money off it and you're rinsing people for it. Fair enough. But I like strict bombing, roofs, shutters, stuff like that. I, I like vandalism. And, see, and I met some of my best mates for it, you know what I mean? And I got loads of, loads of good stories and memories and... I, I could have just, if I didn't do that, I could have just been some boring fucker, just, you know, I'm going to go work. <laughs> no, but I, I could just be some boring person who's like, I'm just, I'm into football stats and fucking accumulators, or I, I'm, I, or I go play worse, five aside could... every weekend, or I go do this, or, or <laughs> you do that. You could run a meme page. 
That's strike one, Dan. That's strike one. I'll let you have that one because this is your hotel room. Thank you That's very much. That's strike one. There's going to be a big fucking... I'm not even going to say a tag, but there's going to be... <laughs> oh, no, no, somewhere no, no, I'm above that now. I'm older, I'm wiser. I'm going to shit in your bed like Amber Heard. <laughs> Chucks on you, that's my kink. <laughs> you should pay good money for that. So where's been the wildest place you tagged? Do you go for places where it's like, I want it to be obvious and seen, or do you go like, I just want to be the most niche fucking no one's nah, been here before? No, nah, I, I don't care about it. No, I mean, it's good to get spots that no one's hit before, but only if people can see it. Because yeah. I don't get people... I, I get if you want to practice or you just want to day out with your mates and you go to, like, the middle of fucking nowhere and you get some big pieces up. Fair enough. But when it comes to London, I don't leave London to graph. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do it here, and if I'm going to do it, I want to do it where I've, my mates can see it. Because yeah. most of the time, I'll be pissed out my nut and I'll do a tag somewhere on a shutter. Well, this is way back. Like, especially like Dawson Ways and Mile End Days back in the day. I used to be hammered and not remember that I'd done it and go past it the next day on the bus and be like, when the fuck did I do that? <laughs> and it'd be the night before, you know what I mean? I, I think the riskiest one, like, the thing I've tagged is a police van with three policemen in it. <laughs> and that was, that, was, that was true story. If anyone can be asked to go through my fucking... I deleted a lot of illegal shit that was on my Insta. Yeah. But I think it's still on there. If you scroll all the way back, there should be a photo. Uh, it's like... A, a, it was at the fucking junction at Dalston. And they were in the van at the red lights. And we were walking past it. And I went, oh, this would be a laugh. Because I'm pissed. I didn't yeah. So I ran up behind it at the lights and ducked down. Got a massive tag on the two back doors where they should have fucking put me inside. <laughs> And then come across the road and all my mates went, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I was like, no, it's a good laugh, though. It's a good laugh. And then the next day I woke up with that anxiety and went, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail forever. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to jail forever. Someone's going to grasp me up. I'm going to jail forever. And then the next time I went up there, I realised that there's six different cameras pointed all at the junction. Oh, but, man. you know, just nothing came of it, luckily. <laughs> From Graf, you studied graphic design, didn't you? Uh, an FDA and graphic designer, LCC, and got kicked out after two months. How come? Well... <laughs> Here we go. No, it, it wasn't that bad. I didn't know that you needed like a full-on fucking MacBook Pro, like a two-grand laptop and all this for that. So when I got my maintenance loan, because we're, we're like, you know, we ain't really got a lot of money. I got a maintenance loan, which was about two grand. I gave a grand to my mum straight away. Yeah. And then the other grand, I was like, I'm just going to buy supplies. And then I thought, you know what? I can just fucking steal them. So yeah. I did. And then I discovered that they had a shop inside the university, which had tins, pens, everything and I went ah oh, that's a bit of me <laughs> I went to uni with a very good friend who you know and at the time this person in question had a, a very handy fake wax stamp seal for the Nando's cards <laughs> so we ate Nando's every day for about fucking a month same one and Costa yeah the, the one in Elephant Castle there was Nando's and then, and then, no they, they, they didn't give a shit have you ever been to Elephant Castle Nando's I've I, seen a woman I've seen a woman wash her baby in the fucking sink <laughs> you know you know the big you know the big thing that looks like a trough we wash hands I've seen a woman put her baby in there and wash her baby's feet in there do you think they're going to care if I'm getting a free fucking meal delicious oh, delicious food though. I've never had bad food there never got sick off the food which really? is surprising seeing as they wash babies there <sighs> Wash baby's feet in the yeah. troughs. <laughs> so going back to fashion, <laughs> the Gucci belt fears. No, not for me. Not for me. I think if you're ever gonna if you're ever gonna justify wearing a Gucci belt, it better be with a fucking Gucci suit and a shirt, and you're yeah. on a red carpet. If you're wearing knockoff True Religion jeans with a fucking Deptford Market Gucci belt, you are just you're just a, a shit. You're a shit house. You're a yeah. shit house. You're the same people, person who drives an electric scooter on a pavement. You know what? You know what? For, for lack of a better word, you're a cunt. If you do that, you you just you know. Yeah. Same same people who fucking have Bluetooth speakers on all the time, as loud as they can yeah. on a fucking train. Them kind of oh, people. Yeah. Them kind of people. Same guys who wear the fake Prada pouches and. All, all of that. That that's the thing. That's a, that's the thing with a lot of brands, which is is disheartening. Is that a lot of brands that were genuinely good brands have been ruined by knockoffs that flooded the market. Yeah. Stone Island's had it probably worse than a lot of other people over the years, probably since the nineties. I mean, you, if you wear it, you can spot a fake Stone Island from miles off. Yeah. But when you were like growing up, you're saying obviously you didn't have much money, but you're always dressed out in great clobber. Like, yeah. How did you go about that? It was a case of accessorising, if that makes sense. I'd be wearing, like, £20 H&M chinos with £800 Vism FBTs. But those Vizvims. 
Oh, mate. How much did you get those for? I'll get them. I got them. True story. I got them for 15 quid. I found them in trade in Brixton next to the McDonald's. And it is the biggest, it's the best come up I've ever had in my life. 15 quid for an 800 pound pair of shoes. We were chatting about this. I ended up selling them when I had no money to fucking Andreas from Wavy Garms for I think think 150 quid. And I've kicked myself ever since. Because I remember they were like my first kind of high-end grill. Yeah. Because I love like those Weegos and that, but I'm pretty sure the Vizrims came first. Yeah. So it was, I can't remember first. Sorry, it must have been Kanye, I think. I think the years first time I saw I know was... John Mayer's been on them for years. Yeah, John, John Mayer's, Mayer's been on them. First time I saw him was a guy who used to work at the hideout. That was the first time I ever got into streetwear was the yeah. hideout. There was the hideout, there was MASH on Oxford Street, there was slamming kicks and you had upper playground. But that yeah. was the first place I ever saw Vism or Norse Projects or uh, Neighbourhood, what else? Un- un- undefeated. No, they didn't have acronym. Because hideout was like, that was the place where if you were from London, or not, not even if you're from London, if you went to London. Well, that was that the was only place. That was the only place. Because it, it was only, it was smaller than this this hotel room. Well, it's where the B- it was, BBC store went into, isn't it? Yeah, that's where the BBC store is now, yeah. It, you, oh, Anon. But that was, that, was, yeah. that, was the, that, was a, that was the only place, aside from DSM, which was on Dover Street back in the day, yeah. was the only place you could get Supreme. But back then, saying, 2008, yeah. no one gave a fuck about Supreme. No one knew what it was. The only yeah. people I knew who wore it was a few skaters who were my age who just had five panels. No one had T-shirts yeah. or anything. But I, I was saying, I was like, Supreme, like coming back, and I was like, talking about the first time I got a Supreme piece, I was like... 23 and went to uh, LA yeah. and this timestamp I was going to buy a pair of Janoskis oh and fucking that's, that's, that's how you know a long time ago oh, and then was... I said they were like go to Supreme I was like okay cool I don't know what it is and I went in they sh- this is like when there were no queues everyone yeah. was really yeah, nice same in as there. Hideout there was never yeah. a queue there took, took, you, took me in showed me the bowl showed me all the Mark Gonzalez yeah. work and then I walked out with a t-shirt because I was like oh, I'm just for this small brand me like, too yeah some Janoskis yeah. so I when I used to come to London so my dad worked in London, so I just used to come and like stay with him yeah. in uh, like Covent Garden. And I remember just going for like a walk around Covent Garden area, like Leicester Square and that. And I came across um, Slam City Skates. Yeah. This is when it was on that little side street. Neil, Neil Street. Neil, Neil's, Neil's Yard. Yard. Neil's Yard. Neil, Neil's, yeah. Neil's, Neil's Yard. Yard. The little alleyway with the bench outside. That's the one. And it was next to the cheese shop that fucking stank. Yeah. Yeah. So I went in there, found it, and I thought, this is sick. Next day, I went out to go and try and find it. Must have got pretty fucking lost because I ended up in Soho in that area. And I remember seeing something online where they said, if you want to find somewhere, go to a bookstore and they'll know where something is. Funny enough, I went to the bookstore in the corner. That's like the fucking sex shop downstairs. The green one on the oh, corner. Oh, yeah, 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 thingy. yeah. So I went in there and I was like, excuse me, have you seen the, um, Slam City Skates? He said, oh, you're a bit far away from it now. Are you after a skate star? I was like, yeah. He said, there's a Supreme on the corner. I remember seeing it was like Tumblr days. I never got Fucking into it fully. I, I was about, I think yeah, I, must, was, I was about 19 or 20 when that, when, no, maybe older. It was 14. It was spring, summer 14. I was 20 or 20 something when that opened, definitely. Yeah. 2014, I'd have been 17. So it was that time. And I remember just like going in there and they had loads of sick stuff. I remember North Face is sitting there, but it was like, I knew the five panels. It was a Tyler Creator and it was a load of like things. I used to yeah, have a thick leopard that, print. That's what got everyone into it. That's what got everyone into Supreme. Yeah. Specifically, the Yonkers video. It was. It was the black, Yonkers video that got everyone into that. Which got like a black hat with like the leopard print brim. Oh, it was God, a fake yeah. one. Yeah. And it's, I didn't realise it's fake at the time because you didn't think Supreme would be like, it just didn't yeah, seem like, like one of yeah, those yeah, brands. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we're going there and I bought this navy, it's not obviously a box logo, but it's got the little Supreme Stitch logo, the tiny oh, little yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So it's only like 38 quid and I was like, fucking hell, that's expensive for a t shirt. So I'd always go there and just buy like whatever t shirts everyone had left. What's the link between skating and graph then? It's always gone sort of hand in hand. It was just kids who've got more to give than just being fucking drug dealers or or getting into trouble, they they need an outlet that's that's constructive in a way. You know what I mean? And they need a sense of like camaraderie and friendship that doesn't come around just fucking, you know, selling drugs or going to football fighting or, you know, what I mean, they want to do something that's that's creative at the end of the day. Yeah, I think I think it's people just sort of it's for like misfits at the end of the day, yeah. and I think you 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 mag you you gravitate towards each other. Yeah, getting yeah. BMX in and nah, no BMX in, no BMX in, <laughs> fuck BMXers. Well, that's good as... Don't even get me fucking started. Right, so... Don't even get me started. So, the, I suppose, like, we can't talk Don't about... Don't even start on scooters. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> Mr. Bandit. <laughs> so, we can't really talk about clothes and graph uh, without talking about racking. 
and okay. we're not we're not saying that anyone has done that before. Yeah, I, pers- I personally know. don't condone it. Yeah, it goes it goes hand in hand. So what what is racking? It is an art form. It is it's a it skill. Is. <laughs> it is no, it is because you've got racking and then you've got bogarting. So racking and bogarting are basically slang-ish terms for shoplifting. Racking is it is an art form, but there's, uh, there's uh, everyone I know has a different way of doing it. There's there's the go-to ways, which I won't explain because none of you deserve to get free stuff ever, and you're too <laughs> shook anyway. But there's, there's there's ways of doing it that where you you can walk into a shop, which friends of mine have done and people I know have done. <coughs> and um, you know they they've they've gone into a shop, come out with six coats worth five hundred pound each, and no one seen no one's seen them do it. Bogarting is when you just don't give a fuck and you run into the shop, you pick up what you want and you just leg it out of the shop, which is sloppy and stupid. But yeah, it, go, it goes hand in hand with graft. But I, I think not just graffiti. I mean, there's skaters I know who do it. There's, there's you know, musicians I know who do it. And Scooter riders that you know that do it. Shot two. <laughs> <laughs> you're one, one step close to having that shit on your bed. Um, but like... Like, why are they taking like six jackets? Are they selling it or are they like using it to flex? Is is like, I think is I it think, a rush or do you actually want it? No, I think I think it's a it's a weird mix of because every everything you rack, if you know what you're doing, you know what you can sell. I yeah. think sometimes you get a bit ahead of yourself and you go if you know you're not going to get caught, you go fuck it. I'll take as many as I want because you know you can sell them anyway. But it's also the rush and it's also going to your mates. Look how many I got more than you did. Yeah, I did more than you. I, I did better than you. Or I'm, I've got the most out of this shop. And yeah, it, you know, you can sell, you can sell them on or whatever else. But a lot of people like to keep them as trophies. Like, yeah, a lot of people like to go. This is this is this is one I got that's worth a grand and a half. This is acronym. You know, what yeah. I mean, I've got an acronym jacket. I'm never selling it, even though it doesn't fit them. It's two sizes too small. Yeah, they can't sell it because no one will buy it for that price. They keep it as a trophy. Like, yeah, I've got. Remember the time we went to Amsterdam and fucking got this? Yeah, and, you know what I mean. It's it's yeah. What brands are we talking about then? Like not stores, but like what what brands were people like looking for? Was it brands they couldn't afford or it was like we're we going Prada or we're going lower down? Could be anything from Gucci up in 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 Selfridges down to Nighttown getting a getting an ACG Gore-Tex jacket out of Nighttown. So it'd be brands like that, and then you've got you you've got the obvious ones, Arcteryx and Patagonia. Sort of like, like uh, outdoor brands. Like, is it stuff that you can wear to graphic instead of oh, buying yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, lift it yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because free. you you're out you're out two in the morning. You want something that's lightweight, waterproof, windproof. You know what I mean? You you want something like that you can wear. You're not going to go out in a in a fucking yeah. fur coat that goes down <laughs> to your feet. You know? I mean, you might do. You might that that'd be pretty steezy. But because, like I said before, Arcteryx, it was stuff like North Face and yeah, Berghaus and Heli Hansen Patagonia and stuff like that and. Now Arcteryx is like the go-to thing, which is, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's a shame. I'm just going to say it's, it's overplayed and now it's fucking lame. You made the brand lame. You've rinsed it. All these, all these fucking pages on Instagram, they've all got names like something research or something, something this, something. It's all, it's all brands called like research or whatever. Going on Pinterest is not fucking research. Going on Pinterest isn't research. Going to the fucking Lake District for a day and taking one photo by stream is not research. You're a fucking bellend. What about standing under the shower in your Arcteryx? Is that research? You know what? That's kind of steezy. I've always thought that was funny. No, because then people don't take themselves seriously. Yeah. I've seen people who have done it seriously. Yeah. And the joke comes from them. You know yeah. what I mean? But there's, there's, people, there's people who just stand in the shower with like a £10 fucking sports direct jacket on. You know yeah. what I mean? As a joke. That's funny. But yeah, all, all these brands now that are just like... You're flooding the market where everyone's going to have it. The whole yeah. point of having it was because no one else fucking had it. That was the whole point. That was like when when me and my mates had Arcteryx jackets about fucking, what, ten, eight, nine, ten years ago. Yeah. It's because no one else really wore it. The it's, thing is now is the, the problem I have is the people who want to look like fucking graffiti writers who yeah. don't fucking do graffiti. But I, like, I still feel like Terex is fantastic, especially like the lad up north. He wants something that's going to no, do I mean, a job. They, so. Don't get me wrong. The quality of the jackets is, fantastic. is, is great. Yeah. But what you're talking about is the trend of that. I'm yeah. talking about the yeah. trend of it. But, and we all know that. It as like I think a, it's, it's another jacket. Look, we, we've all done it's, trends. It's an aesthetic to them. Yes, it's, it's not. It's it. not a brand where it's sort of like with Stone Island where most of the people you see buying Stone Island now are like drill rappers or fucking idiots. And they're, they're not buying the jacket to appreciate the, 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 the technical 
aspect yeah. that goes into the coat. Like, this is woven with this fibre. This is how the jacket's this made. Is steel. They just wear it because it's got a fucking badge on it. Yeah. Same as Arcturix. You, you, you're not wearing it because you're actually doing... You're wearing it because people know you spent 500 quid on it. Yeah. So wondering, what is the etiquette? I'm guessing it's the obvious stuff like you don't do independent stores. So if it's, if it's a family-run shop that makes their own sandwiches or something like that yeah i'm not going to steal from them because it comes directly out of their pockets if if i want food and i go to tesco fuck them they're a multi-billion pound company if it's a brand you know snow and rock for example fuck them multi-billion pound company ellison brigham fuck them multi-million pound company it doesn't come out of staff's pockets if you're taking money out of out of, out of the big people's pockets fuck it do yeah it. do it do it all you want i i fully i don't care i fully advocate fucking shoplifting from any fucking Tesco's or Sainsbury's or whatever in the country, I fully advocate for it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck them. Don't care. You're going to run for Prime Minister on that. Uh, that's, a, that's a campaign slogan. Yeah. That, that. Everything's free if you're brave enough. Shoplifters <laughs> of the world unite. Yeah, that's my slogan. Everything's free if you're brave. So we've gone about a lot of trends throughout the years. Yeah. But for yourself, Dan, Mr. Bandit, what is the worst either trend or outfit that you remember that you've been a part of? Worst one I was a part of. I was one of them dickheads back in the day. But this is this is this is <laughs> no, no no. This is way before. No, let me just say though, I was I I jumped on the trend when it was a fucking baby. This so you is were a before, dickhead before all the other dickheads. I I'm a terrible person. I was a terrible person <laughs> naked. You know what I mean? I don't care. No, but I was, I was I I was on that trend where it was like the dickies and Converse, the scumbag Tinder skater. That nice. was that was fully me when Mattress I was like on the floor. No, no, never that. No, I will attest to that. No, never that, never that. And I've never had an STD either. Because <laughs> your mum was clean. <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't know if I can accept that. Like the worst, the yeah, worst trend no, you've no, ever no, been part of is no, Dickies and Converse. No, no, but it was the look. It was like the super ultra wide leg ones. Rolled yeah, up like double knees. With, with like the beanie, not like the beanie I'm wearing now, like a fucking rubber Johnny beanie. Yeah. This yeah. at the top of the head. Like, I look like a fucking arsehole. I, I think that's why there's barely any photos of me now, because I look back at that era and I cringe into I, I think oblivion. With a white yeah. t-shirt, with like the, the sort of tattoos, like, it, you definitely look like that ska wannabe skating boy. I look, boy I look of. like someone who worked in a fucking barber shop in yeah. East London, yeah. So I suppose the question is, now moving into like what you're up to now, is like, how did Poundland Bandit come about? It literally, I've been asked this before and it literally started from me, my page has always been my personal page. I've never had a second profile. Is there non-meme stuff on there? Or like yeah. non-music yeah, as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. So any of No, no, no. I've never, I've never posted any of my face because I had graffiti on it as well yeah. at the time. So I never... So from the start, you're That's always... where the belly came from because the only photos you could find of me back in the day before the before the memes was photos of me in a belly out on, with mates on nights out because it's that, that sort of a graph thing, cover your face up and whatever else. Yeah, it just started literally sat around the table, taking the piss out of people and then using that and just go, because startup packs had just start becoming a thing really. Yeah. And I went, I post this as a life, a personal joke just for me and, and my mates as a joke. Yeah. And then it started getting bigger and bigger. I got a few followers for it and then I did it again. I did another one, another one, another one. And then one day it blew up. I think it was the one about, it was once about girls who have like, they're white with cornrows and wear like camo cargo trousers <laughs> with Air Max 97s and they get fingered at Outlook Festival for a bumpkette by a 40-year-old drum and bass DJ. That was the exact that is the exact one that blew up overnight and then the next day I checked and it was like Lethal B follows you, this guy no follows way. you, Stormzy follows you, all these people. And I was like, fucking hell. How do you come up with them? Do people send you any at all? I've come up with about three just getting off that fucking train at Shoreditch High Street. Go on, give us a sample. No, okay. it's, no, I'm not going to. Why? Hold on, yeah. hold on. There's, yeah. there's yeah. three of us in this room, wasn't yeah. Dan? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many people tag their mates or message you? And be like, this is a picture of my friend. Like, oh, you, you know, what? I, don't, got... I don't get that many messages anymore. But comments-wise, it, it, there's, there's always a couple hundred people because you're tagging their mates. Going, this is you. This is you. In one, you didn't know oh, yeah. at the time, but you've met yeah. Magnus since. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought, I, see, I thought he was pissed off about that because it's we went, we went to the no, we went to the pool club, 
And then Danny was like, oh, you know, you used him for a meme. And like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is he going to be pissed off? And he went, I started talking to him. And he, and he was like, oh, you yeah. know, you used me in a meme. And he thought, <laughs> like, he's no, no. Yeah. We, we had a laugh. We played pool. Oh, but he's terrible at pool. Terrible yeah, at pool. Yeah, shit guy. The guy, his missus like she, she fucking smashed everyone at Paul she beat him at Paul and she was like wait was this only recently yeah, yeah we, we, yeah, we were all there Asia. we were all yeah. there oh man and she went I've never played before and then licked all of us <laughs> um, stop winking at me sorry <laughs> we playing footsie at the table <laughs> this is me trying to control this podcast I've, lo- I've lost control you've got your cock out <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> there's never a way <laughs> <laughs> right, you two settle down. So this is me. This is oh my god, I'm getting flashed up to PAQ here, just trying to settle. Um, yeah, great. Like, but the thing is, so you grow, you know, it's growing, it's growing, it's growing, and then you're like, um, one at one stage, like a brand must have hit you up, and you're like, oh shit, I'm like, I'm like, this could be a thing now. Like, it's just in- people are interested in it. You know, what? it was. I've never had a brand hit me up to be like work with us that's gone anywhere. Um, but I think the first time that um, I think I, th- I think it was probably Reebok. Who I'm, I'm loyal to. I love everyone at Reebok and Gung Ho. Pretty green, all of that. Well, uh, yeah, pretty green as well. Yeah. I know Neil's at Pretty Green now. Yeah. Big love to Neil. Neil Summers, fucking very good, big very good Neil friend. What big, man? Yeah, very big geezer, good friend. I, I think it's when uh, Reebok and all them sort of reached out and they were like, "Do you want some shoes?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I've, I've never had so, anything for free that I hadn't acquired. For free. <laughs> acquired. <laughs> So I think yeah, it was like that, and then pretty. I think I think one of the, the biggest like wake up calls when Pretty Green invited me to the shop, and uh, I walked in, and um, they were like, I was like, oh, I'm Dan, I'm do this, and they were like, oh yeah, we we got a call ahead from um, our people, and they were like, walk through the rails, whatever you want, just put it on the till. No way. I was with my my best mate at the time. Uh, well, still my best mate. I was with Elliot. And um, we went to the till and I just put all the stuff down. They went, click, click, click. Yeah, that's sweet. And he was looking at me like, what the fuck? And yeah. I was like, yeah, sweet. Like, it's all cool. They took you to an awards ceremony, didn't they? Was it an awards ceremony? Oh, yes, they did. Go on, are you going to... They took me to the Q Awards. Um, How did that go was... for you, Dan? Oh, it went swimmingly. <coughs> and, free um, drinks. Noel, Noel was sat opposite us on the table. Noel Gallagher's opposite us at the table. And it was free booze. But they had the little bottles of Red Stripe, the little glass ones. So we had a competition. Who could rack up the well, most... Right? Yeah, yeah, little stubbies, yeah. <laughs> so we we started. Well, not we. I decided who can get the most pissed. So I had about fucking fourteen of these bottles <laughs> huddled around me at the table. And then um, Noel Gallagher came on, and he was like, "We're going to do the lifetime achievement award or whatever else." And um, I was already shouting, "Liam, Liam!" Like I was being a dickhead, and I? I was I was hammered. I was being a dickhead. And then he goes, "You know who he is." Everybody, he's, he's a fucking top man. Ladies and gentlemen, Bono. And I just started heckling, like, badly. Yeah. And I realised no one else was doing that. And then I got a sort of tap on the side, like, can you fucking come outside for a minute, please? And I went, ooh, getting, getting a bit spicy. Yeah. I got taken out back where the smokers area was, and the guy was like, just sit here for a minute and just fucking calm down. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so how many times have they taken you back to an award show since? It has been zero. I was surprised. Oh, yeah, it's it has been zero times. <laughs> Actually, no, no. I did go to the Brit Awards after party. How was that? Uh, I nearly smacked by any. Oh. I went to the after party and I said to my manager at the time, Helena, I said to her, what should I wear? And she was like, oh, just, you know, dress like nice but casual. So I went, all right. What that means to me is Oxfordshire, baggy Levi's, a fucking 1994 vintage Air Jordan varsity jacket and a balaclava. <laughs> so I went there and I was with a, a sim uh, Chibody from People Just Do Nothing so yeah. me and him had a good chat and um, I went into the smoking area I didn't have the belly on I just had it on for photos but um, I went to the smoking area and there was these two fucking assholes stood there and I didn't know who they were until <coughs> afterwards I come out and one of them goes to his mate they're wearing tuxedos and one goes oh I see the coke dealers here and I went are you alright? oh and the guy goes oh I'm just having a joke mate and I went well it's not a fucking joke say it again did you see me laugh? say it again and see if I laugh and he went, oh, it's just a joke, man. I went, no, oh, it's not a fucking joke to me. Do you want to slap? And he went, do I, do I want to slap? And I went, yeah, do you want a fucking slap? And then a friend of mine who was with me at the time, can't, can't say her name because she's get her in trouble. But she yeah. was there and she was like, fucking come inside and sit down and like behave yourself. Have another call and then she told me, she was like, yeah, they're the guys from <laughs> And I was like, well, they're both assholes. I think people knew that without hearing that story anyway. Oh, yeah, didn't yeah. They? Yeah. I've never seen the show, but I knew they were assholes. So the, the account's growing bigger. You know, you kind of had your every 
Wednesday, song of the day. Tuesday, yeah, 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 song like, of the day. Yeah, you'd post music, and I think like that that kind of goes missing when people are talking about Panland Bandit, uh, the page, the brand, you, whatever. Yeah, they never talk about music. music. Such yeah. a big part of who you are, especially yeah. it's music and style. That's what I, especially when I first well, met you. The, I was the so... thing is, me and you have had this conversation, and the the reason I I said to you about I think it was when you got sent the uh, the CP company barber jacket. Yes. Please send me one if you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, from a, ex, anyone from Exposure London, please send me one of them coats. I'm begging you. Do you want to quickly do uh, give us a little sh- rundown of the brands that you want free stuff from? Oh yeah, no, Go, yeah. Well, who, who are we going for? What brands? Uh, like Barber, right? So Barber CP Company. Um, I'll have a little bit of Stussy if they're about. I know they don't really see people. Brain Dead. I've always rated Clark's. I, I, I mean, I've got a decent relationship with Clark's already. I'm trying to think what else. Stone Island, but I know they don't seed really anyone. Just for market in general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, j- just... Paul and Shark, like... Yeah, but yeah, Paul and Shark stuff, I you'll mean... Take, you'll take it, it's free. Yeah, just send me clothes. <laughs> send me clothes. If you if if you if you got a brand that only geezers wear, send me your clothes. Yeah, rock pots. But send me triple XLs, because I'm double-eyed. I've been hitting the gym. <laughs> you've not seen my arms. You've not seen my arms. Look, I've been... <laughs> I'll weigh anyone. Look, you can you attest over the mic. Yeah. You Where is t- it? Where am I looking? <laughs> Do you want to look right into this? <laughs> so you drop something? <laughs> Fucking hell. I've got to get my cock out now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's. I'm just taking it as it goes. And I mean, the page is declining a bit, but only because I don't give a shit. I think people, that shows. People still want it. Yeah. People still ask me to post stuff all the time because I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm the only... Pardon me. I feel like I'm one of the only pages that does stuff like this, who has a fucking personality behind it. Yeah. I'm not just Your a page. are fantastic. Well, I mean, it, it's not even that. It's just, I feel like I'm the only page. I don't just post memes. I post stuff about myself, what I'm interested in. Yeah. Music and clothes. And I, I feel like not a lot of other people do that. They, they just niche it. Like, I, I'm just bait. All he's done, he got fame. He got a million followers from stealing other people's shit. Yeah. That's all he it's did. He stole page. other people's shit and he fucking put his thing on it. He put his watermark on yeah. it. And he got massive through that. Yeah. I don't respect that at all. I, 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 but again, he he played the game right. Yeah, he won. He got he got money off of it. He he won. You know what I mean? So I, I've got to give him respect for that. I've got to give him props for that. But again, I didn't get into it to do that. I got into it purely by fucking luck. Did you ever think that you're a funny person? Because obviously the page is like hilarious. You know, like it gets shared between everyone. Yeah. Did you ever think oh, I'm a funny person? Does that ever like it sounds such like a conceited I, question? But I I think I mean I don't want to answer it and sound like a, a bit like big headed or, or egotistical. But it's my my dad is one of the funniest people I've ever met, purely through not knowing he's that funny. Yeah, he says that he comes off with stuff sometimes that makes me fucking cry, and he doesn't realise <laughs> how funny he is. But I I sort of took that from him, just not giving a shit. Yeah, because he he could be he could be at a fucking funeral and say something and make everyone laugh. That's really dark and make everyone laugh. He's he's one of them kind of people. He's got the gift. Yeah, he's, he's got the gift. Yeah, he's he's a very funny man. Yeah, but I, I was I was my thing through school was the people who were like the bullies and the assholes in school never really fucked with me because I was funny. I made them laugh, so they never fucked with me. You know what I mean? And it was sort of not like a defense mechanism, but it was like I made you laugh, so you never punched me in the mouth. Yeah, and like. You know, we talk about graffiti's uh, influence on culture and stuff like that. What, what's your views on um, like those big, big graffiti artists now being championed by a big brand, set up Futura and stuff, someone like that? Oh, I love Futura. I've always, I've always been a fan of Futura, Mr. Stash. Yeah, people like that I respect because they they put in the work to get to where they are. They've been graffiti artists for forty years, thirty years, twenty years, and got to where they are purely because they put in the work, they put in the effort. And I, 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 I've, I've got nothing but love for them guys. Ramelees as well. Rest in peace. Who, who did supreme stuff? Like I've got nothing but respect for them guys. Nothing but respect. Who do you think like, you know, like people like Katsu, like Dundee, like who who is on that level? Who maybe people don't know as well. Um, I mean, he's getting big at the minute. Bat Sucky. His Instagram's at Sucky Bat. He's he's killing it, man. He's kind of like a more graph version of Neckface, and I love Neckface. Big up, big up, Neckface from uh from LA, he's he's a fucking G. Sucky Sucky Bat's one person who like I've got my respect for, and I hope he really does like well in the long run. What's that graph uniform look like now? Is it exactly the same, or is it slightly different? No, no, it's, it's still pretty much the same. But I mean, the thing is that that's just one kind of that's one kind of look. There's better, there's better different groups. Like I know people who who, who go graph and walk track sides in like Slazenger trackies and fucking Umbro socks and some bus up Reeboks. You know what I mean? 
That's how you should be going out. If you're going to do a mission where you're going to get covered in shit, don't go out in a 400 pound jacket. You're a fucking muck. You're a muck. Go out in something that's cheap. Go out in something that you, even if you can buy it, you, you haven't got a racket. Yeah. Get a fucking carry more jacket for a 20 quid. Yeah. Who cares? Is someone really going to walk, if someone walks up to you on a track side and goes, what are you wearing that for? You're a fucking muck. You should tin them in the face. Why, why are you asking me what I'm wearing on a track side at three in the morning in the pissing rain? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's people now, Graf, sometimes like it, it comes between some people care more about the fashion of Graf than the actual thing. And What's acceptable to wear now that you couldn't really back in the day? Because examples like would be like Averick, something like that, like would you get Rob for it just like straight away? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't just Graf. That was just, that that was was just real life. That was yeah. real life. So what's more acceptable if, if now? You weren't, if you weren't able to back yourself, don't go. Don't be getting on any night buses wearing that shit and not expect to get robbed. If you couldn't stand up and back it, and this is before people were getting stabbed all the time. This yeah. was you had to you had to have hands. You had to throw phase at people. If you if you got on a night bus wearing an Averex and a gold chain, and you had a fucking Nokia teardrop in your pocket, and someone moved to you, you better be able to punch him back in the face because you're just going to be a victim your whole life. You what did you make grass. of when Virgil? Turned the Arcteryx jackets into like the wedding dresses. Mm. You're not a fan. You know what? I respect what he's done in the fashion scene. I yeah. respect him completely. But I don't. I I, I can't say I've, I've liked anything he's done. I'm not a fan of Off White. I was never a fan of Pyrex. Yeah. But the guy, the guy had vision. Yeah. And he 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 did what he said he was. Taste, yeah, he he's... did he did what he said he was gonna do. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I've I've got respect for him for that. So yeah, rest in peace to that dude. But. Not my thing. What brands are there that like people, you know, as a man on the cutting edge of fashion as you are? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but like, what brands are there? You know, like that you go, you know, cool. You you can't afford to buy this, like you know, five hundred pound North Face jacket. Uh, what what are some good options of like what? Yeah. People, not for graphing, just gen general. Just like, in general, yeah. you just want to look sick. I mean, Patagonia has always been affordable. Yeah, Patagonia has always done it's great getting jackets. Getting up there now, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's, yeah, it's getting pricier now, but. Patagonia, just a shell jacket, windstopper shell jacket, like a Hagloffs. pair. Yeah, pa Patagonia Hagloffs, stuff like that. But that that's if you're purely looking for like outdoor wear. Yeah. What what brands are you wearing now that aren't there? Like you know, you wearing Lacoste now. For me, that's like a, it's a it's got a heritage yeah, behind it's a it. Yeah, it's got a legacy. Yeah. What what ones are you wearing now that maybe it's friends brands or something like that that you're like this is. This well, is I'll, sick. I'll always give love to the Pale Girls. That's my my boy Matt Pale. He's he's been doing the most with t-shirt designs and shit that no one else. Everyone else has jumped onto that bootleg culture of movies, Goodfellas, Sopranos, whatever. He What's was it called? The Pearl Girls. He was the first fucking guy doing that. He, sorry. He, <laughs> he, he was one of the first people doing it. And even if he wasn't the proper first, he's the best in the game. Yeah. He's the best in the game. And when it comes to music, like I, I love t-shirts like bootleg stuff and that. So big, big up to fucking James K, Justified Arrogance, Matt from oh, the Pearl yeah. Girls. Yeah, Matt from the Pearl Girls. Body bags horror. Them them guys have, and fucking Rod Zedon, big up to Tom. Them guys are doing bits like I I I, I love hardcore punk and death metal and wherever yeah. else in. I love horror movies. That's my shit. Like yeah. I'll school anybody on that. But they make bootlegs of stuff that they, you'll see a design from the eighties that certain brands or certain websites who I won't name will put up for fucking five hundred pounds. Yeah, they'll just make a bootleg of it for twenty quid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if like, oh, you made a bootleg, well, you shouldn't be charging £500 for a T-shirt that's got sweat stains and fucking cum stains on it and hot rock fucking hash holes. Idiots. What's the most you've ever spent night in my clothing? You know what? I've always been that person who, I, I'm a sale rail shopper. But, yeah. I mean, the, the most the most expensive stuff I've got has been fucking nicked. You know what I mean? It's yeah. What are we talking about here? Upwards of like 600 quid for, for like... Jackets, out, out of way, yeah? Jackets, jumpers, stuff yeah. like that. But... I, I I like finding a bargain. That, that's how I was raised. It was yeah. like, don't, don't, I, still to this day, even if I've got, so I've got a grand in my pocket, I go to Goodhood, I'm still going to go on the fucking sale rail. Yeah. I'm going to find a bargain. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's, don't care about the newest seems, season. It seems to, like, it? people who's done, I paid this much for a shirt. You're a fucking mug. Yeah. Why would you do that? <laughs> Just, Are you into any like, fashion brands per se? Who'd be your favourite like, designer? <clears throat> Junior Watanabe. Is up ah. there. Junior Watanabe is up there. What brings you to Junior? I'm I'm not a person who suits like suits and blazers and stuff yeah. like that, but he always has stuff that really caught my eye, like especially his shirts. It's a bit more yeah. unstructured. Yeah, exactly. It it really it always really caught my eye. 
and I've I've always respected that. But another you know another thing I couldn't really ever afford. But I've always got respect for him. And whoever at the minute is designing the stuff with Wacker Maria, love their shit. Yeah. But again, five hundred pounds for a shirt, you yeah. can get the fuck out of here. God. I feel like um, graph culture and actually London culture. Like when we were growing up. You got to shout Prada in there, you know. Yeah. All the linear I roster mean, stuff. Come on, America Cups. America Cups are the America Cups. Iconic trainers. Baby blue, baby blue baby American blue. Cups. If you wore them to a school disco, you were fingering everyone. <laughs> no, guys, girls, teachers didn't matter. You were getting them things sticky. <laughs> Disgusting. Have you seen that like, you can customize them? How, what do you mean? Uh, on the Prada website, it's almost it, like Nike ID. It's it's so bad. So. All this lifting, a few bits of seeding here and there, and a few sail rails. How big is your wardrobe? You know what? It's surprisingly quite small because... One in, one out kind of thing, or...? Yeah, it's, it's because it's... It, I, I do bits of work here and there, get a bit of cash and am, whatever else, but yeah. when I'm fucking brassic... Anything with a hive is. What, you want roofing, you want plumbing. <laughs> well, when I'm brassic, it's like, am I going to wear this £500 jacket? Yeah. Really? I could just sell it for £400, £300. Yeah. And that's cash in my pocket where I can go out and enjoy myself. Is, there's no point dressing up in a two grand outfit if you can't afford a fucking pint. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes no sense to me. Like, I'd, I'd, like, I'd rather go out in jeans. Like, jeans cost me fucking £20. I'd rather go out in £20 jeans and £30 Reeboks then come out in a five hundred pound jacket and not be able to get my mates around a beer. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it's, I, I I always think these things come and go. You know what I mean. I, I'll always come back around. There's a lot of jackets I wish I never sold, but I'm, I'll always come back around to them. I'll see it again on eBay or something. I'll get it again for even cheaper. You won't get anything Larry. You'll just straight away get stuff that you can rewear. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And out of everything that you've got, your house is on fire. All those hot rocks. Uh, you can save one item Dad's of clothing. Dad's jacket. Didn't even need to finish it. The Any other that you've got as well, then, because that's any item I've given. got. Mm. Any my, lifting trophies? My Millwall Giorgio shirt. Ah, yeah, Millwall Giorgio shirt. Goodbye, Charlie Bright shirt. Probably that, or or the nineteen ninety seven Aqua Scootum short sleeve button up shirt. Nice. I think you've seen me wear that before. I have, yeah. yeah, it's the one Classic. that's got like they made them really weird. So uh, when it goes to like eight buttons, it's only got seven. So the bottom bit. Flaps out the bottom. It's, it's a fucking pain in the ass. I don't know why they did that. It's a pain in the ass. You hate it, and you're gonna save it over everything else. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably that. It's got a lot of sentimental value to me. There you go. Perfect answer. The future. What does the future hold for Poundland Bandit? Where'd you go from this? Nuclear war, hopefully. Nuclear war. Yeah. You're initiating this. I don't, I don't care. Through I'm, I'm going to start a Twitter and just start calling Putin a fucking neek and see what happens. I, 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 nah, I, yeah, we just deserve Terminator 2 Judgment Day at this point. TikTok ruined it for everyone. So You're going to carry on making, making memes more for yourself? As long as people continue to be arseholes, yeah. I can't <laughs> see me ever running out of a job. What's a new archetype that you're seeing popping up that you're like, God, the, one, on that the one. one I posted the other day, them, them girls, it's, it's specifically girls doing that fucking nasally whiny annoying voice when they sing and they're putting it on like to try and sound like Amy Winehouse oh yeah and it's oh, god rest her but you sound like her after she fucking died <laughs> it's terrible no it's terrible I hate it I hate it the thing about your memes as well is because everything's so relatable obviously that's obviously how memes work how they get shared about yeah but it is you seem to never miss what has been the one that you found has been the least receptive. Anytime I go for people who are sort of from our sort of circle. Yeah. Because they get really fucking like, oh, is this about me? And it's like, well, yeah, it is. Just have a laugh. If you can't, yeah. I, I take the piss out of myself every day. If you can't laugh at yourself, then I don't want to be your mate. Yeah. Just take the piss out of yourself once in a while. Humble yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Put yourself on a level. Don't, don't think you're better than everyone else, like high and mighty. Because at the end of the day, We've all done and said cringe shit. We've all dressed like idiots at one point. No one's better than anyone else. I've never tried to sound better than anyone else. I just point out that everyone's an asshole just like me. And with brands, what brands are you seeing in the future? Like you might not have been into growing up, or is there anything that's like new designers that are taking? I think I, I think Story MFG is doing some good work at the minute. Brain Dead as well. You saying like John's wearing a Story MFG top right now? No, I didn't. I, <laughs> I, I like them. The boys from the boys from Heresy as well. Heresy is a good brand as well. So I got a lot of love Heresy and Story MFG. Like Saeed's really doing. Saeed's great. Saeed's doing loads of bits for them. And I, I, it's a shame that people keep fucking stealing stuff off him. 
because people are blatantly stealing these ideas, open outfits yeah. and people like that. And like, yeah. if I knew more brands, I'd call them out because I don't give a fuck what you're going to do to me. Sue me, I've got no money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but there's there's people who steal stuff off him, and him and his him and his Mrs. Kate work really hard. Yeah. And it's a shame to see people, but not not I even don't like even not, how small the team is. Well, that's the thing. It's not even like they're they're taking subtle. What's the word? Subtle um, references. References. You're blatantly fucking stealing their ideas. And they're and they're good people and they work really hard and it's a shame. But I've I've got, I mean they they they've been doing this for years now and I I, I just want to see them get bigger and bigger because they deserve it. Like Saeed and Kay, good good people and they deserve it. And we're on about with Stone Island the fabrics and people don't really appreciate what technology goes into them. It's just, it's the same as a brand like Story. Yeah. Urban Outfitters will just release a shitty T-shirt made in fucking India by a four year old and whack the same design on it. Yeah. They're, they're using stuff that that's it's eco friendly, it's vegan friendly, it's this and that. They 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 Natural get they give a shit about their consumers. Yeah. They give a shit about their audience. They give a shit about the people spending their hard earned money on their brand. And they give a shit about the people who make it. Exactly. Exactly. But with the with the Stone Island fabrics and that, what would you like to see from fashion in the future? Maybe like technology wise, is there anything that you think's missing? Or? Make everything Gore-Tex. Everything. <laughs> Boxers, Gore-Tex. Socks, <laughs> Gore-Tex. Rubbers, Gore-Tex. With the whole technology of Stone Island being making stuff from like steel fibres, yeah. they've been making shit from... Well, that, that's something I'd say as well, back to the earlier question about designers, Paul Harvey. Yeah? He's number one. Paul, Harvey, Paul Harvey's number one for me. Designer. He's, yeah. he's flawless. He's, he's not released... Whoever he's worked for, ever, he's not released a bad thing, ever. Yeah. And he, 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 he genuinely loves the brands that he's done stuff for. Do you want to just explain who, who he is? So Paul Harvey was the lead, I want to say lead designer, head designer of Stone Island yeah. up until 2000 and, till the late 2000s, yeah. I'm pretty sure. But he was he was the reason that the, um, pretty sure he was the reason that the Stone Island badges went from having the green edges to the all black. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure any Stone Island you see with that is post, uh, is uh, post Paul Harvey, the black ones, yeah. What would really. be your dream job? You know what? It can be anything. I I couldn't. I honestly can tell you. I'd I'd love to make it doing stand up, but the problem is because of this whole insurgence of dickheads with blue hair who keep making up <laughs> mental disorders that they have that they've not been clinically diagnosed with, and they've self-diagnosed themselves with fucking DID or whatever, which is mad offensive to people who actually suffer from DID. Yeah. They're the ones who dictate now what is funny and what isn't. Yeah. And that's a big problem. That's a huge problem in, in comedy, especially. They dictate what is funny, what you can say, what you can't say. At the end of the day, as long as you're not as long as you're not being an arsehole, yeah. it's a fucking joke at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a joke. As long as you're not saying stuff to be edgy. As, yeah. as, as soon as you try and be an edgy comedian, you shit, you failed. Yeah. <laughs> the point is to keep people on that line of oh, is he serious or is he having a lot? Yeah. That's 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 comedy in my that's good comedy in my eyes. Who are your favourite comedians? Uh, uh Doug Stanhope's up there. He's my number one. Bill yeah. Burr, Mitch Hedberg, rest in peace, uh Joey Diaz. <laughs> I love Joey Diaz. Listen up, cocksuckers. <laughs> um I like Jim Jeffries as well, but he's gone a bit more towards the edgy side recently. Yeah, but... too hard. So I know you're not a fan of the metaverse, Dan. I'm not at all. I'm not at all. But if we were to have your Metaverse characters, money's no object, what would you dress it in? Hmm. You know, we're, we're going to start moving into a digital world where we're living there and we're representing ourselves in that digital world, Web 3.0, things like I that. I plan to die in a shootout with the police before that happens. <laughs> it's happening right now, Dan. Unless you're going to do it on the way to the pub, you're fucked, okay? We'll see. I already, I already told you. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so Come and get me, cappers. <laughs> Is there like some pieces? Like, Probably you know, some if, if, if I could do if like I could that. do Dream Fit, oh, it'd be Vism FBTs from 2009. Edwin Reed dyed salvage Japanese jeans. Neighborhood flannel shirt. The neighborhood Stussy collab flannel shirt with the 3M print on it, which I still have, by the way. And I don't know about the jacket. Probably. Oh, you know what? The original fake. Gore-Tex, oh. Gore-Tex jacket that had the teeth up the zips that came out in DSM 2011, <laughs> 10 or 11. I'll find a photo of it because it's a very fucking niche jacket, but it's one of the first jackets I ever saw in a shop before I even, mm, yeah. and I was like, I want to fucking nick that. So still in the metaverse, you dress very menswear. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, so I've got nothing... a style on these fucking people. What's on the dome? I've got a style on you in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the dome? Oh, probably the no, fear ice cap. the no. Nah, oh, that's good. No, nah, the I think it's 2000 and yeah, 2001 Supreme duck camo five panel. Oh wow! Because oh, uh, purely because Dal Palumbo from Glassjaw had that hat back in the day, and they they're one of my favourite bands of all time. And Look. that was that was literally the first time I ever saw Supreme was Dale Palumbo in Glassjaw. So on that note, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Dan. you for having me. We always have the Patreon as well if you want extra content. If you're gagging for some extra content, dick we're picks. done. For some dick pics, I'm I will. Sure do, I will do dick over. pics. There you go. We can have some dick pics. Why not? They and will we'll, just be fighters of Curly from Coronation Street. <laughs> we will also have some of Dan's recommendations of where to go to eat, where to go to drink, where to go. To music, brands. Let's go with that, yep. And then uh, yep. we also have a section for questions from the audience. You lot have sent your questions in. We will put them There's forward some to in there. Poundland Dandit. And <laughs> we will see you over on the flip side. Thank you very much for listening. It will catch you on the flip side. You've ruined the whole podcast. You've ruined the whole podcast. It's catch you on the flip side. Of course it is, usually. We do things differently. I, fuck, I can't stand you, Danny. I can't stand you. I... I I hate everything about you, Danny. I'm done. How can we find you, Dan? Plug your socials. Uh, literally just at Poundland Bandit. Nice. Appreciate that, Dan. Thank you very much. You're Cheers welcome. Time. You're welcome. Let's go pub. Oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble when this is released. <laughs> that is See you later, boys. <laughs> <laughs>